The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome to 1111 Talk Radio. I'm very excited about tonight. I have one of, I have two individuals on tonight, Don Miguel Ruiz and Don Jose Ruiz, his son, that is continuing the legacy that he began so many years ago with with some wonderful Toltec wisdom and an incredible bestseller called The Four Agreements. I'm thrilled about this because this is one of the earliest books uh, I ever read. It was one that really touched me and really allowed for me to start to recognize that the truths that I felt within my heart that maybe had not been taught or had not been seen actually were real for me, and I had not seen them in print before, but everything that I read resonated so deeply. The Four Agreements has been a New York's best time, New York Times bestseller for over seven years. It has transformed the lives of millions of people around the world with a very simple yet profound message. The author and renowned spiritual teacher, Don Miguel Ruiz, has now collaborated with his son, Don Jose Ruiz, in the sequel called The Fifth Agreement, A Practical Guide to Self-Mastery. This new book uses doubt as a tool to discern truth. And if you are not familiar with the four agreements, I'm going to spend this first segment going through what those are so that you can have an understanding of the background of this and also have an understanding of why the fifth agreement was held back from the beginning. The world was not ready, and it is now time for that wonderful practical guide of self-mastery to come forward. The Four Agreements was published many years ago, and if you've read the book, you know what these agreements can do. They have the ability to transform your life by breaking thousands of limiting agreements you've made with yourself, with other people, with life itself. The very first time you read The Four Agreements, it begins to work its magic. It goes much deeper than the the words you're reading. You feel as if you already know each word in the book. You feel it on a very, very internal level, but perhaps you never put it into words. So much of it sounds like common sense, things that that everyone should know, yet in a sense we have to read it to remember it. It challenges what you believe. It takes you to the limit of your comprehension. You break many limiting agreements and overcome many challenges, but then you see the new challenges, and you see how to accomplish your goals and overcome those things and approach society, approach the world, approach the experiences that you end up undertaking on a daily basis. And then when you read the book a second time, it feels as if you're reading a completely different book because the limits of your comprehension have already grown. 
we continue to shift and grow as human beings. Our stories change. Our lives change as we shift. And so, so often when we go back and reread a book, we are reading it with new eyes, a new mind, and a new heart. And that very much happens with the Four Agreements. It takes you into a deeper awareness of yourself. And you reach the limit that you can reach in that moment. And then if you pick up the book a third time, it's as if you're reading another book, just like magic, because they are magic. The Four Agreements, very simple, very beautiful statements, help you to recover your authentic self. With this practice, these four simple agreements take you to what you really are, not what you pretend to be. And this is exactly where you want to be, what you really are. Even my own eight-year-old son, I have given that book to, and he's read it, and we discuss it. And when certain incidents happen in his life, we go back to those four principles and remind him. And all of a sudden, anything that was of upset, anything that was of sadness or disconcerting, all of a sudden becomes clear just from remembering a simple agreement. The principles of the Four Agreements speak to the heart of every human being from young to the old. They can speak to different cultures around the world. They speak to different languages. It does not matter what religion or philosophical belief you are. These are very simple tools that have been taught in different kinds of schools, from elementary school to secondary schools to universities to family dinner table conversations. The principles in the four agreements reach everyone because they are just pure common sense. And so it's wonderful to be able to take a look at those four agreements, really have an overview of what those are, and then go into what this fifth agreement is. So if you have not picked up the four agreements, I do recommend that you order a copy, take the time to read it, share it with your family, and reread it and reread it. And every time a situation crops up in your life, read it again. And then pick up the fifth agreement so that you can also comprehend what this new, wonderful common sense tool is to help us move into the new earth, to help us move into our humanity, our unity, our unity, so to speak. The four agreements begin with being impeccable with your word, something that is so profound one would think is so simple and easy, but many are challenged with. It means speaking with integrity, saying only what you mean. Avoid using the words to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Using the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. To be impeccable with your word means that you're staying in your own car. You're driving your car with the hands on your steering wheel, and you're staying out of other people's worlds. You're not trying to put your foot in other people's business. You're not trying to talk about someone else because you're just projecting your own stuff onto them if you are anyway. That gossip is toxic. And when you can stay centered and stay with yourself and be impeccable with who you are and what you speak in the world, you become impeccable. The second agreement is to not take anything personally because uh, nothing is done because of you. What others do and say is really a projection of their own reality, their own dream. And so when they say something, if you're taking it personally, you're taking on their stuff and you're becoming a victim of needless suffering. The third agreement is to not make assumptions. Find the courage to ask the questions and express what you really want. 
Don't assume anything. Communicate with others clearly and avoid the misunderstandings so that you can avoid the sadness and the drama. And finally, always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. As we grow, our best grows. As we move and shift and circumstances change, as long as we do our best, we're going to avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. So that's the intro to the four agreements. And once again, I urge you to, to take a look at that and pick up a copy if you have not. And at the same time, definitely pick up a copy of the fifth agreement. Don Miguel Ruiz is the author of the four agreements. And he was born into a family of healers that were raised in rural Mexico. He has brought forward this teaching that has touched millions of lives around the world. And now his son has continued this legacy, and along with him, they have authored the Fifth Agreement. I'd like to welcome Don Miguel Ruiz and Don Jose Ruiz to 11.11 Talk Radio. Thank you very much for having us. It is a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. Your words and your book both of them now, because I've read both of them uh, repeatedly, uh, really touch the heart and really go to where people need, and that is that simple, common-sense understanding of how to live their lives. And I'd like for people to understand a few things through this, this program, and that is, number one, how this book came into being. But secondly, I'd like to also let them really touch and know uh, you, Don Miguel Ruiz, but also recognize the, the greatness and the brilliance of this young son that you have that is coming forth and really helping to continue this legacy and spread this wonderful word, Don Jose. So um, I'm really, really honored to have you both here. What brought forward the the idea to finally bring forward the fifth agreement? Why was it not brought forward before? Yes, well... Um... Time ago, my father did a course called Messenger Training, which is really training of the mind, when one goes deep into itself. But he noticed that it wasn't time because he felt like he was talking to a wall, and he had the opportunity to now speak of the four agreements, and he get all the message that he could to talk about it simpler, to have the common sense talk simpler. And I remember the first time I picked up the book, and I said to my father, Father, I know this information. He said, of course you know it. Everyone knows it because it's the common sense of us humans. It's the common sense that as we live by with our integrity. So when this began to happen, my training began to happen. And I remember being very close to him and hearing him, his teachings, especially the messenger training. But anyways, he changed that in the years past. And years later, he had a heart attack. And I'm going to have you continue that story and let us understand more of how this all came into being as soon as we return from this commercial break. I am with Don Jose Ruiz and Don Miguel Ruiz, authors of The Fifth Agreement, a newly released wonderful book that is the sequel to The Four Agreements. It is beautiful Toltec wisdom that allows and goes beyond cultural, religious barriers. It's very common sense. It's the simple, simple learnings that any age can take under their wing and understand. You can find out more about them at MiguelRuiz.com, and you can also find a wonderful posting, uh, an exclusive article about the Fifth Agreement on Oprah.com called The Power of Doubt. We'll be right back with Don Miguel Ruiz and Don Jose Ruiz.
online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. In the tradition of the Toltec, a novel guides an individual to personal freedom. Combining new insights with old wisdom, Don Miguel has dedicated his life to sharing the ancient Toltec wisdom by translating it into practical concepts that promote transformation through truth and common sense. In February of 2002, Don Miguel survived a near-fatal heart attack. The impact of this heart attack on his physical body prevents him from returning to widespread public speaking and lecturing. Since he knew he could not return to public touring, Don Miguel turned to his son, Don Jose Luis, 
and witnessed the passage of a young man into the new Nagual in the Eagle Knight lineage, Don Jose. There's an in-depth interview in 1111 Magazine's May-June upcoming issue, so if you want to know a little bit more and a little deeper insight into both of these wonderful individuals, definitely pick up a copy when it hits the stands at the end of April or order subscription at 1111mag.com. Don Jose, you were talking about how this transition from the time of the heart attack led to this collaboration to create this book. Please continue. Yes, uh, as I was saying earlier, I was in Los Angeles living, and I received a phone call that said that my father had a heart attack. In that moment, everything that he taught me started leaving my mind, started leaving my awareness. As I drove faster to the, to the hospital in San Diego, I arrived, and for the first time I see my father, this, this great man who has given freedom to many people, and with his love, for the first time I see him weak, laying in a hospital bed, IVs in his body, and I started crying. I lose everything he taught me. Everything, all the stuff, all the teachings went off my mind. And I started crying with drama, saying, Father, you cannot die. You cannot leave me. You can't die. And he lifted up his head very slowly. He looked with his potent eyes at my eyes, and he asked me, is that the way you're going to celebrate your father's death? Get out of the room, fix yourself, and then come celebrate your father's death. In that moment, I was, like, shocked. I was surprised that I know I had to respect his wishes, so I stepped out, and right there I know I didn't have time to waste. So it was a miracle that I saw the selfishness, the selfishness that I would take this last moment of this great man's life and put my suffering in it. And not only that, I saw the selfishness that I was going to use his death to hurt myself. And that moment I saw that clearly what he was teaching me all day long, how... The world is addicted to suffering. We get one thing, and then we suffer with it. So I returned to that emergency room. I grabbed his hand, and I said to him, I'm with you now, Father. I'm with you. And in that moment, he looked me in the eyes, and he said, you know, son, many of our loved ones are going to project fear. Do not listen to them. Just respect them, love them, because they're going through pain. But what I tell you right now is to enjoy your life, enjoy every moment, and don't listen to them, because I'm here telling you what I want. And the best way you can say thank you to me is just enjoy your life every moment and don't believe the life that you're going to be offered. Be skeptical of that. In that moment, he went into a nine-week coma. And in that nine-week coma, I had time to reflect. And one of the things that really touched my heart in honor of my father, I was going to resurrect the teaching and messenger training that he tried to teach. But before I teach it, I have to master it. So it took me two years to master this teaching. But one of the beautiful gifts that happened is that I began teaching it. My father came from his coma, and he started to learn to walk, learn to speak. He started getting all the pieces of information to see who is who in our family. And all of a sudden, his intent was so strong that three months later, he climbed the Pyramid of the Sun. And when I climbed the pyramid on my son, I held his hand again, and it was a beautiful moment because I was grateful for him to be alive. But what beautiful thing happened is that months later, he started teaching with me this messenger training. And then seven years later, it is the result of this beautiful book. That is, that is a very, very powerful story. Don Miguel, a lot of people would, would say, 
you know, particularly if, if they're in the hospital visiting someone that is looking as if they're passing away, they, they may not understand why that is selfish to be sad or selfish to mourn or selfish to cry. But it really is focusing back on yourself rather than on what's being experienced in the moment or celebrating that person's life. How, how did that feel and how did you know that it would impact him in that way? Well, you know, the very last teaching that I was uh, trying to share is to teach how to die, how, how to let go of the physical body, and for everybody to know that it's a pleasure, it's, it's wonderful to live this physical body. You know, many of us, uh, we are very sick, we are in pain, and we stay in life because we are afraid to the unknown. We are afraid to because we don't know what's happened after we die in any way. Um, you know, if we, if we remember the, the teachings of Buddha, he, he said, I'm going to face death and I'm going to teach the people the, the real meaning of death. In any way, when I, when I did that to my son, Don Jose, it was the best teaching I can ever give him because he saw it in action. You know, uh, having a heart attack is a very strong pain. When you have that pain, you know that you are going to die. But at the same time, I have all that joy because finally I will have this experience so strong and I can share with everybody that that is just a moment of transition, that that is happening all our lives since conception. You know, uh, everything that is created has an end, everything. And that includes our dreams, our hopes, the relationships that we have, our business, our accountant, the bank, everything, you know. Um, but everything is dying little by little. It's transforming. And by, by this state, we are able to live in the present time right here and right now. Then, I, when, when, I know that when we did the magazine interview for 1111, there was one statement or one conversation that we had that really profoundly impacted me. And that was when your sons came to you when they were younger and they wanted initially to help you with your work. And you told one of them or both of them, first go home and die so that you can live. And that really, really struck me as a powerful statement. And afterward, I really reflected. And everything in our life does go through that cycle of birth and death. In a sense, we do have to die to everything that we know or all that seems real so that something new can come forward. Talk a little bit about, about saying that to them and, and telling him to go home and die so that you can live, what that really meant from your perspective. Yes, what I, what I was sharing with my children is what we know as the mastery of transformation because everything is shifting every single moment. And in order to live, to really be alive, you need to die. Then uh, you need to let go the moment that just passed. For example, let's see. If you're going to start a brand new relationship, you just know someone that you feel so attractive and you have all that enthusiasm. Then before you, you really enjoy that communion with, with uh, whoever, you cannot really enjoy it if you carry all your past with you, all your memories, all, all whatever happened in your life. 
Because if we have that awareness, we know that our, our memory is so powerful that we carry the past with us. And carry the past with us is like a carrying a corpse that is extremely heavy and also stink. Then if we start a new relationship, how are we going to give them all our garbage, all, all those memories? When this is something brand new, then we need to let go in order to live in this present moment all the time because this is what is real. It's right here and right now. Whatever happened yesterday, this morning, a year ago, two years ago, is already in the past. And right now is happening. But because our memory is so strong and so powerful, we carry everything that we perceive, and it looks like it keeps going and going and going. But present is always now. Then there is no past. There is no future. In the present, we can plan the future, and we see what we could do in the future. But the truth is that the future may happen or not. We may survive one, two, three years or whatever. But just planning, making the plans today, we really can enjoy it. Then what I will teach my children when I say, when you surrender to death, when you face death and you win, then you are living every single day of your life like a, this is the last day of your life. But of course, you're planning like a, you're going to live forever. Because just by, by being right now, you're really enjoying your life. You don't wait for the outcome. The outcome can happen or not. But we're not sure if we will live tonight or tomorrow or in a week or in a year or 10 years, whatever. Then whatever we, we promise will maybe never happen. And I am here today with Don Miguel Ruiz and Don Jose Ruiz, authors of The Fifth Agreement. These masters, you can find out more about them at miguelruiz.com. Their latest book is also featured in an exclusive article on Oprah.com, The Power of Doubt. And you can connect to some of their events. April 8th, a seminar in St. Louis. April 9th through 11th, a weekend workshop in Toronto, Canada. And May 22nd to 25th, 40 Days in the Desert at Joshua Tree Retreat Center in Joshua Tree, California. We will be right back with Don Miguel and Don Jose Ruiz and the Fifth Agreement. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized. 
Podcast, so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. The results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone We'll need to perform a surgery After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. On a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Like his father, combining new insights with ancient wisdom, Don Jose Ruiz is dedicating his life to sharing the ancient Toltec wisdom by translating it into practical, everyday life concepts that promote transformation through truth, love, and common sense. He teaches and lectures across the United States and around the world in combination with his father, Don Miguel, or with other teachers at such places like the Omega Institute in New York, Austin, and Vancouver. He also has a new passion in his band, the Circle of Shadows. It's a collective of artists that were formed in 2008, inspired by the dream of different voices coming together to share a common message of truth. Although geographically dispersed, the various members of the collective gather to create, record, and tour. The group released their first studio album, Don Jose Ruiz and the Circle of Shadows, a CD combining music with inspiring words and original artwork. You can find out more about this at their website, miguelruiz.com, and you can find a more in-depth interview with them in 1111 Magazine's next issue, the May-June issue. Uh, Don Jose, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about how you then really confidently were able to step into these shoes. Had you grown up all your life just hearing these things and knowing these things? And so was life kind of easy because you had these principles kind of in the palm of your hand? Or did you experience life like the rest of us and then have to incur the wisdom of these principles? Well, because life is, is hard when you begin rebelling. When one begins to be unhappy and look for problems, and well, one believes their own lies, and no matter where you're born, the, the lies out there is for you to believe, to put yourself down. So I was had the gift of growing up with great people around me, with aware people around me, but there was a curiosity when I was little. When I was little, I used to go to workshops to listen. I didn't understand quite much, but and understood that 
every adult that left that raised his hand told a sad story, told a story of victimizations, and then they cry and they hug each other and they, and then all of a sudden I go, I don't have, I don't have no sad story. So I started creating sad stories and believing sad stories until I really believed them. In that moment, I became an artist, a storyteller, but a storyteller that was just putting poison in himself. And that moment led me to suffering until one moment my, one of my friends, one of my best friends died in a car accident. And, and it just hit me, you know. It hit me so strong that that person could have been me. I could have died. So in that moment, his death opened my eyes, and I went to my father to complete the teaching, and he was reflecting so many great things. He reflected how we're addicted to suffering. He, had, he explained how one is the creator of its own story, how one can make peace, and um, many, many, many great things that gave me the tools to change my life, to change, and I was in the dream of the second attention, which is when you are... Wanting to not suffer anymore, you put all of your power in you in heaven, but then something happens, and you're back into suffering. So I was ricocheting both, both back and forth until something happened in my life that uh, made me lose my eyesight for a week. And in that, in that week, I felt impatience, and I felt all these great things that, that I took for granted, the, the commonness of the body. The no rush to go anywhere, but just sit still and see what life is throwing at you. And what life began to throw at me, it was my loved ones. My loved ones started uh, projecting fear and feeling sorry for me, crying in front of me, and I was telling them, it's okay, it's okay. And one day my father came in mm. and says, Jose, what are you, what are, how are you? How are you doing? And I go, I'm doing very well. I'm so happy. He goes, why are you feeling happy? Because I'm consoling my loved ones that are crying and and." Um, I find something very interesting and funny, Father, is that they're crying, but I'm the blind one. I'm the one with the problem. That's so interesting, and, and, and what you say is true. Oftentimes, we're taught to adapt to having the stories. We're taught as human beings that we're supposed to suffer, and we're supposed to have our victimhood, and we're supposed to have our misery, and that there's something wrong with us if we don't. And so we perpetuate that in our children. Yes, and, it, and, and it's the tradition that we speak. It's a language that we speak, and it's not English, Spanish, French, no. It's a way of life that we believe in. And if we put our attention into gossip, envy, hatred, then that language is going to be spoken in our home, and that's going to be what's surrounding us. So in that moment, I realized something very interesting, is that we're messengers. And I understood the meaning of the word artist because we're creating art all of the time by our thought by the power of our thought and how we speak it out loud, how the word comes to imputation into life. And our words can be negative magic or they can be positive magic, but it's when we look with the eyes that we look upon. If we look with the eyes of sadness, we will feel sadness. If we see with the eyes of hatred, we will feel hate. And we see with the eyes of forgiveness and love, we will feel that. So it makes me put the attention that, Whatever happens in life, whoever goes against me, you know, it's not really my loved ones. It's life teaching me to forgive, to not take it personal. In that moment, I realized something that is in this book. The main message of this book is to be gratitude, to be alive. Because we humans take this so for granted, and they, be- they stop believing in the miracle. And the miracle is-, is happening, and I have proof right now. We're alive right now in this moment. And that's a miracle to be alive, to have a word, 
Now having this awareness, we are a messenger. And I remember one time somebody told me, Jose, tell me the secret of the Toltecs of a thousand years ago, of hundred thousand years ago. Tell me the secret of the Toltecs. And I look into their eyes and says, I humbly don't know because I was born in 1978. <laughs> but I can tell you what it means for me to do this. It's not to believe in superstition of the past or saying that the past stories will help and change my life. No. What will change my life is listening to my message, listening to my story. And if I tell a victim a story, a story, a story of a victim, a story of a, a one who's not in love with life, then that's what I will become. In that moment, I thought something very interesting, that we give ourselves the gift every moment. And this is when I ask myself the question, what kind of messenger are you, Jose? And when I was, yes, I yes and I think that's a question that we each need to ask ourselves, is what kind of messenger are we being? The, the fifth agreement is written as, be skeptical but learn to listen. For a lot of people to hear that just right off the bat without reading the book, they, would, they might get the idea of be skeptical is kind of a surprising thing to have. I mean, that seems almost separating. That seems almost negative. That seems almost as if you're going in the opposite direction. But what does Toltec wisdom mean by being skeptical and learn to listen? One of the things is to be skeptical and learn to listen. might sound negative, but it's negative if you think negative. But if you think positive, just see the power in that. If you're saying, I and judging myself, I'm not perfect, I'm ugly, or she's ugly, and, and if loved ones hurt you with all the information and stories, if you're skeptical about those things, then you do not believe those things. You don't believe those stories, because what you believe is in your heart, and what's in your heart is when you listen. Listen with an open heart, and that can change anything. And like, poison is passed through humanity, through generations, and this is when I say to myself, you know, don't believe me, don't believe you, and don't believe anybody else, but I listen to what is truth. Because if I see something happening before my eyes and somebody says, well, th that wasn't what you thought it was. Well, what was it? It's right in front of the eyes because people get attached to the stories, and stories lead us into suffering. And we know that the stories are not real, but the emotion is real. And now we're handling with emotion. Now when we know that the emotion exists in our body and that's what the mind is afraid of, then is when we can really train it because we create a separation in that moment. Like, I believe that I'm here present, the real stepping, not a superstitious stepping that spirit comes inside of you and you need an exorcism. No. The real stepping is when awareness comes into your life and you know what kind of messenger you are, what kind of life you're living. And what I notice for me is that I'm here for one reason, to take care of Jose because I know what went against him, I know what is forward for him, and the source of this is what gives us life. You know, the force that's inside of us that moves our hands, it also is the force that moves our world in our thinking mind. So when we have the power and the respect, because in the Totec tradition, respect is the highest tool, we begin to be skeptic, but we know what is true with common sense. And anything that comes in this world is meant to be, and in the fifth agreement, what it teaches you is to be grateful, grateful to what, grateful to be alive, gratitude to the person who will give us life, and this is where it comes into the world of the messengers, the world of the messengers, as we say earlier, messenger means angels, we all are angels, but the way to change our world 
is to change our way of thinking, is to change our belief if it's going negative. Because if it's positive, there's nothing to change. It's just to enjoy. But know that everything is a story. Every, every mythology was made to make us be aware of certain things. And it's when I realized that all religions and all mystery schools are saying the same thing, but in different story. But the main point is they don't want to suffer anymore. So the doubt that you're talking about or the skeptical, is it's really to take you behind the symbols or behind what we see or the messages or what we believe to be happening and makes us really responsible for everything. It really makes us decide what we're going to choose to believe or not believe and, tr- and learn to trust ourselves more than we ever have. The fifth agreement is an agreement that allows you to say, don't believe. What will you not believe? When you not believe it, will you not encounter it? Let all the stories that we as artists create with our knowledge, you know that most of our knowledge isn't the truth. But to be skeptical can go in two different directions. It's a way to pretend because we think we're too smart or too gullible and we don't want to believe in anything. So if we look at the different agreements, the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth agreement, and we put them in a line, then all of a sudden we realize, be impeccable with your word to say something and really mean it, to say it from the heart, from the truth of where we are, and really understand and know that what we're speaking is of full integrity. The second agreement is to not take anything personally, because things that happen because of other people have nothing to do with us. And to also not make assumptions, to always do our best, to find the courage to ask the questions and to express what we really want, to communicate with others as clearly so we can avoid the misunderstandings, the sadness, and the drama, to always do our best because it's going to change from moment to moment, to be skeptical but learn to listen. Don't believe yourself or anybody else. Use this power of doubt to question everything you hear. Is it really the truth? Listen to the intent behind the words and you'll understand the real message. I'm here today with Don Jose Ruiz and Don Miguel Ruiz, authors of The Fifth Agreement. Their website is www.miguelruiz.com, and they've got several events listed on their website coming up, along with other information and other uh, wisdom that they can share with you. So check their website out, and also check out the upcoming May-June issue, where you'll see an in-depth interview with both of them. We'll be right back with Don Jose and Don Miguel. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is Skills USA? Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. 
Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Listening on a higher dimension. 7th Wave Network. Listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. It's indeed an honor to have Don Miguel Ruiz on 1111 Talk Radio. This master has brought forward so much wisdom to the world, and his book, The Four Agreements, has touched lives around the world. And now to also have his son, Don Jose Ruiz, to continue that legacy and also bring forward his own knowledge uh, in such powerful wisdom in the ways that he does through the different touring and workshops and the newest book that is a collaboration between the two called The Fifth Agreement is, is just an amazing honor. In this last segment, I'd love to go into three sections of the book uh, that are called The Dream of First Attention, The Dream of Second Attention, and The Dream of Third Attention. And under First Attention, you have that listed as the victims. The Second Attention, you have listed the warriors. And the Third Attention, you have listed as the masters. And I guess the First Attention is our illusion of the victimhood and the story and all that you talked about uh, in, in, in the past part of the show. What do you mean by the dream of the second attention, the warriors? Okay, and, and the dream of the the second attention 
is when we finally reveal to, we can say, the tyranny of knowledge, because we can see knowledge as the big tyrant, the one who rules our life, that we find out that everything, that every single decision we made in our life is because that's what we know. But if we go a little uh, earlier, we can find that as a newborn children, we don't have any knowledge. Then we learn everything that we know, and everything that we know is only true because we agree with every single symbol, with every single word, with every single sentence, with everything that we know. Then when we have the awareness that uh, uh, knowledge is our tyrant, and we can see the injustice in our own, uh, our own head, in our own mind, as we see the justice into the, in the outside, we start uh, rebelling, and we want to change what we know. We no longer agree with all the opinions around us, like our parents or teachers, etc., etc. And as Jose was saying a little before, you can go into your personal heaven, into your personal hell, and it's back and, back and forth. And in the dream of the second attention, we, we call it the dream of the warriors because it's a war that is happening in every human mind, but it's the individual, it's not the outside war. And the war is between what we used to call good and evil, but we know that good and evil is just the result of the real conflict. And the real conflict is between the truth and lies. If we believe in truth, we create the most beautiful story. If we believe in lies, we start creating more and more drama and more drama and more drama. And we can say that the warrior tried to be good and keep trying and trying and trying. And this is the uh, something important to see in that dream. The warriors try, and most of the warriors die in trying. But well, we, and there's a paragraph in the book where you speak about uh, you know how Jesus died to save for our sins. Well, it, it is a wonderful story, but Jesus doesn't make the choices in our lives. He told us what to do. He told us to forgive. He told us to love one another. He gave us all of the tools. But as the warrior, we have to understand that it's up to us to seek the truth and to <laughs> do right word, right action, and right thought. Yes, that's, that's what being the warrior is. Yes, we can say that uh, Jesus, he was a master. And he was living in that dream of the third attention. Then, but before becomes a master, he spent 40 days in the desert. When he was back and forth and back and forth facing what he called Satan. And Satan is really himself, is all the knowledge that he was ruling Jesus' life. And when we finally win over Satan, there was no, no more conflict in, the, in his mind. He reached that inner peace that only masters have. And we can say that from that moment, when he lived the desert, he was the Christ. And he lived in this uh, dream of the third attention, the dream of the masters. And what pushing the, uh, to go into that dream is exactly that, that fifth agreement, which is don't believe me, don't believe yourself, don't believe anybody else, but, but learn to listen. Then by doing that, he defeats knowledge and he saw that he created knowledge. Knowledge was his creation. It was completely free of knowledge. And once that he defeated knowledge, knowledge becomes the ally. Then knowledge starts helping him because he used knowledge in order to speak with everybody around them. 
to, to share with the disciples all what he discovered, to share uh, what the dream of heaven is. And can we as human beings go into the dream of the third attention? Do we have the ability to become the masters? Definitely we are. There is no doubt about it. And, you know, it is something very important that happened in all the mystery schools, something that we know as the last judgment or the final judgment. And this is when for the very last time in your life you judge and the last judgment is about yourself. After that, you no longer judge anybody, and you don't judge yourself anymore, because from that moment on, you live in that inner peace that you don't need any judgment, because at that moment, you accept the entire creation just the way it is. And, this and, is the and most so releasing thing. judgment is the final step for everyone, is to be able to live in this world without judgment on anyone, anything, including the self. Exactly, because from that moment on, you accept yourself just the way you are, and you accept everybody around you just the way they are. There's nothing to judge. And that moment, you know that they live in the world that they create, and, they, and that world that they create is their kingdom. As you live in your in the world that you create, and this is your kingdom, where you are the king in your own story, in your own dream. <clears throat> and if you ha- if you are impeccable with the world, then that story will be the most beautiful one, and is what we know as the dream of the third attention. And this is what uh, what I see with a wonderful feeling to see how my my children going to that point and. I see Jose when he goes and speaks in public. You know, the presence is filled by everybody. You, you can see that he is what we preach. Well, I want to thank you both for being such examples of masters and bringing to the world such beautiful wisdom and such tools such as the Fifth Agreement and the Four Agreements that we may all become masters by with our own choice. I have been here today with Don Jose Ruiz and Don Miguel Ruiz. You can find out more about them at miguelruiz.com. Look them up for different events that they have coming up along with other types of services and products that they offer. My guest next week is another master, Ianla Van Zant, author, speaker, TV personality, amazing woman that has touched many, many lives around the world and is continuing to empower women in great numbers. I look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, I'm Simran Singh. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 